thank you for your word. We're going to just pray right now. Hallelujah. I thank you for every soul, God, every life in this place, Lord God. I thank you, God, that you have purpose and destiny, Lord, and it's no coincidence that people have come today for you, Lord God. I just pray that freedom would reign in this place, Lord God, that worshipers would arise in this place, Lord God. We recognize, God, we acknowledge your spirit in this place. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, clap your hands.
all across this place. Here our hearts are sinking, raining down. We need your rain, Lord. Jesus, oh, rain down. Rain on this dry heart of mine, oh God. But you rain down all around this place. We're sinking, rain down. Revive us, Lord. Can't you hear our hearts whistling? Rain down. We're desperate, Lord, all around this place. Rain down. All around this room we're singing. Rain down. Can't you hear our hearts are singing? this place, Lord God. People have come, God, with empty hearts, God, with hungry hearts. Lord, would you come and fill, God. Fill us up with your rain, God. Awaken our spirits, oh God. We need your rain, Lord. We need your rain, Lord. So na 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 If that's your heart in this place, you want God to rain down on you, I want you to sing it out. Hallelujah. Let it rain. We're going to sing all together as one body, one family right now.
cry out for my city, oh God. Cry out for Chicago, Lord. Let it rain in this place. Lord, we welcome you in this place, Father. Lord, we ask that you would take control, God. With every hand lifted up, Father, all across this room, Lord, we ask that you would have your way. God, I pray that you would move on the hearts of every person here, God. That you would move on the hearts of every person here, Lord. We desire you, God. If you in this place don't understand what's happening right now, this is what you call worship. This is a time where we, we focus all our efforts, all of ourselves on Jesus, and we worship him. We focus on you, Lord, today. We focus on your goodness. We focus on your love, God, tonight. Lord, I ask, God, that you would move in the rest of this service, Lord. That you would move in the breakout groups, Lord. That you would speak through the word, God. And that you would change our hearts tonight, God. Be with us, Lord. Be with us, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And everybody said, amen. All right, go ahead and give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Right now, we're going to go ahead and transition into our breakout groups. So let me get some light in this place. And if everybody can go ahead and uh, do your thing. If you don't have a breakout group, come and see me. Come right to the front and I'll hook you up with a breakout group. Come, 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 come. Come see me. All right, if you don't got a breakout group, I'm going to hook you up, all right? You guys came through Jerry, right? Jerry, all right, so you guys can come here and be with my ambassadors. All right, my dear, who'd you come with? No one? Ah, girl, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to give you nothing but the best. All right, go over here with my people. They're going to hook you up. The res uh, not the resistance. Go with these guys. All right. Hi. You guys need a breakout group? All right. All right. Okay, okay. Thank you. Okay, let me, you two, you two, let me send them, yeah, to the resistance. Let's go to the resistance. Yeah, head to the back, homie, we're going to hook you up right back there. Oh, okay. All right, for sure. All right, have fun.
Right, everybody, five minutes left, five minutes, maybe even four, I don't know, but five minutes left. Alrighty, y'all, two minutes left, actually 90 seconds. 90 seconds, so start actually doing your chants. All right, do those chants. Time to wake up everybody, come on, do those chants. We got about 30 more seconds, 30 more seconds. Come on. Come on. All right, if you guys give yourselves a round of applause, this is Elevate.
Come on. All right, we can take our seats. All right, man, this is Elevate, and when I say Elevate, what y'all do? Elevate, Elevate. All right, we're going to do something right here, man. I want to hear Elevate, and then what y'all do on this side, and then we're going to jump to this side, and we're going to kick it off, right? Let's see who can get louder, all right? Elevate, Elevate, Elevate. All right, that was, that was, that was good. That was good. All right, y'all got three chances, too, man. You ready? Elevate. Man, they don't even need three chances, yo. Elevate. Elevate. Woo. All right, we, all right look, look, I'm going to be fair. I'm going to give y'all a run back. All right, I'm going to give y'all another chance in grace. All right, y'all got to knock that out. All right, here we go. Here we go, man. Elevate. 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 All right, then together, one more time. Elevate. That's what I'm talking about, man. I'm going to geek up. I just got goosebumps for that one, man. This is Elevate. This is what we do every Friday, 7 p.m. And, of course, we got wonderful prizes, bronze. If you're a first-time visitor and, and, and the man that, or a woman that brought you, you get a candy for yourselves, a silver. If you got five visitors in one night, you get a $75 gift card. That's good money right there. That can get you the video game coming out November 3rd. Uh, gold, 10 visitors a month. You get a pizza party. I love pizza. Who love pizza? Any pizza lovers? That's what I'm talking about, man. 10 visitors a month. And then the platinum, we, which we taking it to the next level. Most visitors and a guy and a girl gets a free scholarship to the next event, which is the IHOP, which we'll be talking about a little bit later in these slides. But that's a free event, all right? Then we got E-Night, Hollowvate, right? How many Halloweeners here? Halloweeners? You got a couple, right? couple, all right? Anybody have their costume already? All right, what you gonna be? A nerd. Yeah. I don't have mine yet. She ain't got time for that, man. Who else? I'm gonna come at Yuli. He's coming at Yuli. Come on, come on, somebody. Shout it out, man. An angel. All right, man. So we have the Hollowvate, man. As you guys can see, October 31st, same time, you guys can bring your costumes, but of course, we don't want no strippers in the house. Come on now, right? We don't want no strippers in the house. We want people to come in with all their clothes on, all right? That's what we need, all right? We need this. October 31st is going to be going down, man. Free food, prizes, and all the good stuff. Here at Elevate, we have a vision that's loving God and loving people. As always, man, I like to stress the fact that if you're having issues with loving God, I mean, with loving people, I would ask yourself or have you examine yourself and ask, am I really loving God then? Because if you're loving God, you will be loving people. And that's what we want to shoot for. We want to love God and love people in return, all right? And then coming up next, man, this is our strategy here at Elevate. We connect, mentor, sin. We connect you to Jesus Christ, which is the cross. Teach you about Jesus. Who is he? Like we did in our, in our breakout group. A lot of people said, he's my, you know, he's my Lord. He's my Savior. He's all-powerful. 
That's what we want you to get to know. We want to connect you to Jesus. Then we want to mentor you one-on-one so we can have a one-on-one discussion with Jesus so you can further know what is his will for your life and things like that. After you've been strengthened, as the Bible says, we send you out to go strengthen other people, and that's to send. All right? We send you out so then you could do that with somebody else. Then we got the One Thing Conference. This is what I was talking about, that ultimate prize. Give it up for One Thing Conference, all right? This is where it gets crunk for Jesus. I know y'all little Wayne freaks out there, man. Look at those cons like, man, that's where it's at. This is where it's at, even better than little Wayne and all them, for Jesus Christ, all right? And that's the One Thing Conference. This, the, it costs $200 to get in individually, $200 per person. But if you bring those 10 visitors a month, you will get in for free. We're doing a guy and a girl. And we're just going to give you this little, uh, this video, just to give you a tease about what's going to happen at the One Thing Conference. Heavenly Father, your name is holy. Jesus, your love overflows into all the earth, and no one can measure the vastness of your love. Holy Spirit, you fill us with your presence and your goodness. Lord, here I am bowing down before you and praying for this young generation. Raise them up. Raise up this generation to seek you first and to seek you alone. In this time, in this urgent time, bring forth a generation who will lift up your name, Jesus, like David, like Mary of Bethany, who will sit at your feet and lavish their love upon you. Let their hearts return to you, Lord. Let them encounter you, Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Raise them up, God. Arise, O Jesus, generation, so his name will be great among the nations until the fame of Jesus fills the earth. I give it up for that one thing conference. That prayer was powerful, man. But that's what it's going to be like, man. If you're interested, the last sign-up date is November 28th. November 28th. November 28th is the last day to register. Again, it's $200. Save your shackles and holler at your parents, man. It's going to go down. And that's for like a whole week, right? If I'm not mistaken, a whole week of Jesus freakness, man. I mean, you come back radical, all right? Next, uh, the next one on the list, man, is SUM Bible College. If you feel that you, yeah, give it up for SUM. Come on now. All the SUMers at, right? I go to this college, man. We have other people in, uh, as far as in leadership have graduated SUM. Um, it's a Bible college. If you feel like you have a calling on your life to serve God, he said, man, I don't want to do nothing else but serve God. That's all I see in my life. I just want to be an evangelist. I just want to be a pastor, a youth pastor, whatever the case may be. SUM is the school for you then, man. If you have more questions regarding SUM and, and any kind of other questions you have regarding the school, talk to any of your leaders, and we'll be more than willing to sit down with you and conversate with you about SUM. Tithes and offerings, uh, if y'all can stand for this portion. A tithe is 10% of your total income. An offering is whatever you offer to God after your tithe. All right? Let's see what he has for us today. Man, you got some. Cr- Crazy for us today, dude. 
after last week, this seems like, like, what is this anymore? Okay, so 10, 10% of $10, man, how many people know? Come on, what is it? Yell it out, yell it out. A dollar, man. Is that true? That's what I'm talking about. I think after last week, he gave us a break, man. All right, man, on the count of three, we're going to repeat this scripture, Acts 20, 35, on one, two, three. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, for the financial blessings you have given us, our parents, Lord God Almighty. And uh, we just ask, Lord God, that you would continue to give the increase, Lord God. We pray that you would bless this offering that, uh, for those that come and give, Lord God, and bless those, Lord God, that can't give, Lord God, that they will be able to give and be a part of that blessing, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for it, and we also pray for the One Thing Conference, Lord God, and the things that are coming up, God, that you will provide a way for youth to make it, Lord God, to experience you, Lord God, on another level, Lord God, and even here in Elevate, Lord God, today. Have your way, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Come up as you give. Alrighty, guys. We got something special today. I got a surprise for somebody in this audience that doesn't even know what's gonna happen. But what I need is a volunteer that believes that they're in shape. Anybody who believes that they can do a good amount of stuff. Anybody who thinks anything? Anybody think that? I need somebody really courageous. All right. This is gonna be pretty simple today. All right. I like Julian to come up. We got Julian. Everybody give up for Julian. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get Tony now because I'm going to make it interesting. He's the X Factor. Come on. Come on. Everybody give it for Tony. All right. If you guys were here the last two months or so, we did this thing. It was called the Squat Challenge. All right. Now, it's going to be a different way we're doing it today, okay? Because before we did it with youth, but I guess it's going to be like a leader thing here. So what the objective is is to beat Ulysses. So Ulysses, come up in here. <laughs> come on, come on up, Ulysses. Don't be scared. He did not even know about this, guys. Okay, so Ulysses is going to lead the charge. And I need now three other leaders to come up and to count, all right? And we're gonna do it by segments of 50, all right? So now you're gonna be 20. If you can't reach 50, it's going down. If you guys have never done a squat, you are understanding right now. These guys are not gonna be able to walk after this, all right? Except Ulysses. You know, Ulysses actually is pretty. He's pretty tight, tight. You know. So let's see if he can do it. All right, guys. We got the the counters. All right, Ulysses. You're gonna show us the proper. Not not that way. Face this way, please. Okay. <laughs> you don't wanna show everybody your glutamus. All right. Show show everybody the proper squat, the hardest way. The hardest way. Yeah, hands back. Okay, everybody see that? Okay, you guys got that? All right, we're gonna do an account of three, up to 50, and if you make it to 50, then we'll go another 50, all right? On the count of three, everybody count on me, right? One, two, three, and go! 
Let's get that music up in here, man. Let's, let's put that music up. Oh my gosh. Who's counting Ulysses? Okay. When the leader has counted 50, you can raise your hand, just keep it up. This looks funny from this angle. If I just had my phone right now. Leilani, can I get your phone? that good music oh my gosh these guys are still going these guys are machines all right okay so we got 50 right here with Ulysses of course obviously what you got you got 50 you got 50 okay Tony's taking it taking the slow route right all right now because this can take forever what we're gonna do is now we're gonna see who can be the first one Oh man, I can see Tony's already the one who's not gonna be. <laughs> All right, come on, Tony, yeah. And now it's gonna be this. Whoever now makes it to 100, the first is the one who wins, all right? Obviously, yeah, so no, right now we have 50. Another 50 will make it 100. So whoever completes this next 50 is gonna be the winner, all right? But you gotta do it faster. No, 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 you can't do it forward. All right, guys, if you believe that Julian is gonna win, race of noise, come on. Oh, man. All right. If you believe that Tony is going to win, raise your voices. All right. If you believe that Ulysses is going to win. All right. So it's kind of a tie between Tony and Ulysses. All right. Let's see who does it. All right. Remember, now this object is speed, okay? It's not about endurance. It's speed. Just get to it. All right. You guys ready? One, two, three, go. Oh man, it's impeccable. Oh man, I don't know. It looks like he's gonna do it. It looks like it looks like Ulysses is gonna do it. He's gonna hold the crown. Oh lord, this makes me look. This this just makes me tired. Where we at? Where we at? Are we almost there? We're almost there? I can. I believe it's almost there. Oh man, you gotta go down further, man. Oh my lord, what happened? It's the upset. Oh, it's at 49. Oh my gosh, everybody, you guys don't even notice it, but Julian already won. <laughs> he won. Oh, everybody, give it up for Julian. Come on, come on, come on. Everybody, give it up for Julian. There might be some controversy right there. I don't know. Was he going down as far as he could go down? I don't think so either. Maybe we'll have a revenge match one of these days. But for, for now, we know that. That was surprising, man. He was a dark horse. No one even knew that he was gonna he's gonna win. But man, see, you underestimated Julian. You underestimated Julian. That's what happened there, man. All right, guys. So now we're gonna finish off our series called the Basics. Everybody say basics. Man, guys, I know that it's it, man. You know, we've we've been talking about this for a while now, and we've done, you know, a few a few of these sermons, man. We we poured our hearts out to you guys, and so hopefully now through all these sermons, you guys have learned the basics. You guys know 
you know, the general things about the faith and whatnot. A lot of you guys were new, and so we wanted to teach you, you know, what it meant to live for God. We wanted to teach you some things that a lot of Christians have misconceptions about, things that they don't even really understand about Christianity. But today, we're finishing off with warriors in faith. Everybody say warriors. Now give your neighbor the warrior's face you can do it. Give him like a mean mug with like some anger. Like, like, you, like you have like a sword in your hand. You're like, I'm getting you. All righty, guys. Let's, uh, let's open up in prayer. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight, and we thank you for the basic series, God. I pray that everybody here who paid attention, who, who wanted to get more out of this service, God, that they did, God, that they learned more about you, they learned more about how to be a Christian and how to impact this world for you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said... All right, if you have your Bibles, and this is going to be kind of like a lot of scripture today, all right? So I, I suppose that you guys should need your Bibles. Uh, go to 1 Samuel chapter 17. Today is going to be no karaoke screen day. So if you do not have your Bible, get close to somebody who does have their Bible and, you know, read it with them and all that. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Samuel chapter 17, verse 2. This is probably going to be the most amount of scripture you've heard read at one point, but this is just a really good story. How many of you guys in this place know the story of King David? If you know King David's story, please raise your hand. So not a lot of you guys know the story of King David. Man, King David was an awesome guy. Actually, the longest book in the Bible, because the Bible is what? It's not just one book, but it is made of how many books? Anybody remember that? 66 books, right? So the Bible's made out of 66 books. King David actually wrote the longest book in the Bible. Anybody guess what the longest book in the Bible is? Ooh, who said, who said it first? I want to know who did that, okay? Okay, so yeah, it's Psalms. And Psalms is actually kind of, it's another word for songs. King David was a worshiper after God's heart. And so what he did was that he wrote down all the psalms that he had for God. Even though King David was a warrior and he believed strongly in, you know, defending Israel, that's what it was, his nation, and God's chosen people, he still loved God and wanted to go after God. So all you get, like, hard fellas in this place thinking, like, hey, man, I'm too, I'm too strong, I'm too slow, whatever, you know, like Ulysses right now and all that. Check, check this out, man. Seriously, King David did not care about that. What he did was that he still loved the Lord. He sung, he sung songs to him. He played instruments for him because, God, because he loved God that much. But in this story, actually what happens is that King David is not a king yet. And what he's doing is that he is just kind of like chilling out. And um, what's happening is that Israel, God's chosen people, and another nation, the Philistines, are coming against war with each other. Now, anybody heard the story of David and Goliath? Anybody heard that? Okay, maybe you've heard about it before just a little bit, but now we're going to read it actually in the scripture verse and see what this, what, the, what happens in this story. So, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 2. It says, Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped in the valley of Allah and drew up their battle line to meet the Philistines. The Philistines occupied one hill and Israelites another. With the valley between them, a champion named Goliath, who was from Goth, came out of the Philistine camp. 
his height was six cubits and a span. So that's actually really tall. I don't know what it says in your Bibles. Maybe you have a more recent version. I think it's up to nine feet or something like that. This dude was a giant, okay? He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a, a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. Everybody say shekels. This is pretty crazy stuff. I mean, maybe you know, I don't even know. Um, shekels is obviously is a weight, so it's a lot of weight. Shekels, where am I here? Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I, my phone just tweaked right there. All right. And a span. He had a blah, 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 a coat of scale armor, bronze wearing 5,000 shekels. And his legs, he wore bronze. Uh, everybody say that word. Greaves. And a bronze javelin was slung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod, and its iron point weighed 600 shekels. His shield bearer went ahead of him. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and you are not the servants of Saul? Choose a man. And have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistines said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Everybody say terrified. Now, I don't know about you guys, but these guys were, were tough, man. These guys were not the, the sissies that were listening to uh, a- AFI in, like, you know, your schools or whatever. He was not, like, that kind of guy. What These guys were, were tough guys. They were warriors, and they were used to these kinds of things, to combat. But yet now they saw this guy, and this guy was humongous, and they saw how massive he was. He had all this armor on, and he just shouted to them. He stood up in front of them. He's like, you know what? All you guys, you guys are all, all sissies. I can take on any of you guys. Send somebody up to me. Send somebody up to me, and I'll take them on. That's what's happening in this story. So that was verse what? Let's see, my phone's tweeting. So now we're going to go to verse 20. Early in the morning, David left the flock in the care of a shepherd, loaded up and set out as Jesse had directed. He reached the camp as the army was going out to its battle positions, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines were drying up their lions facing each other. David left his things with the keeper of supplies, ran to the battle lines, and asked his brothers how they were. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out from his lines and shouted his usual defiance, and David heard it. Whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. Now the Israelites have been saying, do you see how this man keeps coming out? He keeps out to defy Israel. The king will have great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and will exempt his family from taxes in Israel. Everybody say taxes. Everybody say marriage. Yeah, like taxes and marriage. I understand. I know it's pretty crazy, but that was the custom back in that day, okay? The, the fathers, where they would, you know, arrange marriages and whatnot. What will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? So now right here what's happening is that David is wondering what's going on, and he says, who is this guy? Why are you guys, f- like, fleeing from him? Why are you guys running away from, from this guy? I mean, he's just a guy. We here are we're the army of the Lord, and you, we, everybody here is just kind of like, oh, my gosh, it's so, it's so amazing. Like, this guy's so hardcore. we got to run and all that. So what happens here is that, man, like David, he gets a little fire in his heart. And he says, you know what, man, this is all just, this is a joke, man. Who is this guy? This guy is nothing to us. So that was verse 26, and now we're going to finish it off in verse 37. I told you guys there's going to be a lot of scripture. 
Now, David here, he's describing to King Saul because King Saul was actually talking to David. David at the moment was nothing but a boy. He was literally just like a teenager or whatever, like in junior high, if you would say. He was that small, and he was that young. And yet now he was talking to Saul, and Saul, he was saying to him, I'm going to go, I'm going to do something about this. And I've already experienced battle. I was attacked by a bear. I was attacked by a lion, and I survived them. So let's look right here in verse 37. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord will be with you. Everybody say, go and the Lord will be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go out in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Now it's about to get on right now. Meanwhile, the Philistine, with his shield bearer in front of him, kept coming closer to David. He looked David over and saw that he was little more than a boy, glowing with health and handsome, and he despised him. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? So now, look, this is what happened here. So Goliath, he sees this guy. He sees that, he, one, he's good looking, okay, okay. And two, he's young, you know? So he's like, what is going on here? And he sees that David has what? His slingshot, and that's it. And he's like, what, what are you, am I like a dog? Are you going to throw me some, you know, throw some stones at me now? You can try to tell me to go? Go out, boy, go, go, like that. But this is what happens. And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. Come here, he said, and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. Everybody say, cut off your head. This very day I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's. And he will give all of you into our hands. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. Dang. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. David ran and stood over him. He took hold of the Philistine's sword and drew it from the sheath. After he killed him, he cut off his head with the sword. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they turned and ran. You all like, what was that? That's in the Bible? Yes, that's in the Bible. Ain't no like, okay, Jesus loves you, this you know, for the Bible. Tell no, it's like this dude here was like, you are, you're making a mockery of God. Watch this. I'm not even going to kill you with a sword. I'm not even going to do that. The Lord is going to do something much better than that. And yet, bam, it happened. With just a, a stone and a, a sling. Just that. And he took his own sword, cut off the dude's head, and showed up before all the Philistines. And they were terrified. And they ran. How is it possible that a boy could do something like that? How is it possible that somebody 
that young, somebody that maybe we'll say weak compared to Goliath could do something like that? How could he kill him? How is it even possible? You see, the thing was is that David knew something. He knew that he had faith in the Lord. He knew that he could war in faith and the Lord would answer him. And so now today, just to close off this series, it's so simple. You see, this is what we're talking about. It's just the story of David. You probably even heard it when you were young. But it never really meant anything to you. You probably heard, oh, man, you know, the Lord is amazing. He used, you know, little boy David to kill big giant Goliath. But think about that. Now when we hear that story, we don't really translate it into our lives. We look at the scripture verse and say, oh, that doesn't apply, you know. Like, I'm just kind of dealing with all these other things in my life. Uh." And we just miss it. We miss the whole entire, we, whole, we miss the whole entire story and the whole thing that God is trying to tell us. God is trying to tell us that you can be a warrior in faith, that you can do something similar to that. Not like you're going to go now and you're going to go to school, the one girl that's me mugging you all the time, you're like, I'm going to kill you in the name of the Lord. And you're like, you throw your textbook and they're like, they're running, like, oh my gosh, and like their head falls off. It ain't like that, all right? But it means something like, you know what, when you go, when you're struggling with things, when you see your school needs Jesus. When you feel like everybody does not care that you're a Christian, and when you feel like you're starting to get persecuted, people start making fun of you because you're a Christian, those kinds of moments are the moments that you say, nah, man, I'm going to stand up for this, that what I believe in, that the Lord is God Almighty, that Jesus Christ saved me, that he set me free, that he sanctified me and filled me with the Holy Ghost. We have to believe that. As simple as this, just faith. Faith is what you need in this place. Faith is what you need. Now, if we were to actually, if I would put now, let's say, your Facebook on the screen right now and say, hey, is this faith, you know? Like, you know, uh, truth is, you know, I'll tell you the truth now because I haven't been really real with you. You ain't keeping it in 100 because you're being a little, you know, two-faced and all that. So there's select times you do 100. Oh, you know, like I'm going to rate now girls and all that. I'm going to tell you now the rating and all that. I was actually talking to the leadership today of Elevate, and I said back, back in my day, we didn't even tell the person the rating. We just kind of like, you know, talked about it like with bros and all stuff. Like, hey, you know that girl? Like she's like that, you know. But you guys are like really freaking like out there. You're like, like hey, man, you know what? I'm going to like your stats. You're like a, a seven, you know. You know you're you're good, yeah, but you're not great, you know. These are the things that we focus on now. And it's no wonder then that we don't experience breakthrough, we don't experience the presence of God. It's no wonder that all those things don't apply in our lives because we don't take it seriously. And then when somebody says, you know, on a Friday night, read your Bible, you're like, ha, ah, yeah, whatever. What happens then in your life when you don't want to put God first, when you don't want to make God the Lord of your army, what happens is that Goliath comes. He looks at you, says, go ahead, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Go ahead, try your hardest. And guess what? In your natural ability, you will never be able to defeat a Goliath. You will never be able to do that in this world. Unless you're like some hardcore, like, black belt like jujitsu master and all that and like we didn't know that about you and you're famous all around the world and you've like taken down like seven feet giants and all that but guess what last time I checked there's nobody like that in this place maybe Steve but everybody else is kind of like you know normal right so as normal people we have to acknowledge man things are coming at us in this world 
And sometimes it seems impossible. Sometimes when we pray, it seems impossible. But guess what? If we have faith, if we have faith in this place, if you have faith in your life, wherever you go, what will happen? The Lord will honor you. The Lord will see that in you. He will honor that faith in you. And just as easy as a sling is thrown and a rock is thrown at a guy's head, it's as easy as that problem goes down. It's simple. It's that faith thing. You ever heard of the saying before, don't tell God how big your mountain is. Tell your mountain how big your God is. That's it. Do you want to be a warrior in faith? Do you want to be like a David in this generation? Because right now I look in this place and I see a bunch of youth, and man, I'm glad that you're here. But the question I want to ask you guys, each individually, if I even could, if I had the time to talk to all you guys, it would be this. Do you want to be a David in your generation? Do you want to even do something for the Lord? When we talk about one-on-one, get, in, get excited for one-on-one, be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Man, keep, keep being consistent and then go into the two-on-one where you can become a leader and elevate. And you can do things. Man, you know, if you feel a calling in life, go to SUM. SUM is an amazing place. I actually graduated from SUM. A lot of the leaders here are from SUM right now. Man, do this, do this, do this for the Lord. Or am I going to, like, look at you and say, you're going to try your hardest. You're never really going to read your Bible. You're never really going to pray. You're never really going to do any of these things. You're going to backslide for, like, five, five times as you come to Elevate for, like, you know, one month, and then you'll miss for, like, another three weeks. And then was this what this, this series was about, the basics? Was that what this whole entire series was about? Just make it easy. No, it wasn't. It was saying to you, do you want to live for God? Do you want to have a renewed mind because God will, be, God will be faithful and answer that? Do you want to have a pure heart because God will be faithful and he will answer that? Do you want to love people? Maybe it might be hard sometimes, but God will be faithful and give you the heart to love people. And God is worthy of praise and worship. And in his word, there is his inspired word that is for you today. Just like how I read that passage right there, that one chapter in the Bible. Literally one chapter in the Bible almost. I almost read the whole thing. And yet, look, I, I got a whole entire sermon from it. Imagine what you would do if you read the Bible and just applied it, thought about it to yourself. Like, what, how do I do this? Like, man, that looks so cool. Can I be like that? It's simple. It's the basics. As today, as I said, we're, um, we're closing it off. Leilani, can you come to the keys? And the question to you, everybody in this place, No, you know, stepping around the issue. No, oh, you know what, after Elevate, it's over. When he says, you know what, amen, and we clap and all stuff, I'm just going to go back in the the back and just kind of chill or whatever. Hey, man, you can go ahead and run from the Lord all you want. You can do that. You can say, I'm busy, don't come to Elevate for a few weeks, whatever you want. Hey, it ain't up to me to be the police of of your faith, you know. But the thing is this. Since you're here right now, you came for a reason, and I want to pose that question to you. Do you want to be a warrior in faith? Because I guarantee you that there's more to this world than meets the eye. All throughout the Bible, it talks about there is a spiritual warfare going on. We can't see it because we're just people. That's it. You know, we have eyes that can only see so much in a certain light spectrum. They have ears that can only hear a certain amount of tones. As we grow older, a lot of these things start to fail. 
Did you know that every time your ear rings, it's not the superstitious thing that your mom told you or somebody's talking about you? It's actually because you, when that, that one specific tone is dying out. It's a swan song for that one tone. As you get older, you hear more of them go away and go away and go away. So you're really old and you need to wear a hearing aid. So you're really old and you need to wear some glasses. Or maybe you're blessed and you don't need to wear them. Do you want to be a warrior in faith? Don't let today pass you up. Do not let today pass you up in doing this the right way. You want to know something? Tomorrow is not promised. I've, you know, you guys, a lot of you guys probably heard that before. Tomorrow's not promised. Oh, how cute. But then show me it. Show me where you have the guarantee, 100% assurance that tomorrow you will live your life. Show me that. Go and make your own time machine and show me your future you. Go ahead, do that. But I'm serious. Tomorrow's not promised. And when you might think to yourself, man, I, I, I believe this, man. I want to make that kind of commitment. I want to really be a warrior for, for Christ. I want to have a warrior. I want to be a warrior in faith. Then don't put it off. Don't say, I'll do it tomorrow. Don't say, I'll do it, you know, a week from now. I'll do it when I'm done with having fun and all that. I'll do it when I'm done with being a teenager, when I'm, you know, around my, like, my 30s and whatever. I've partied myself out. I've done everything I could possibly want to do. I've heard people talk like that, man. I have known people come to church when I was a youth, and they were, like, actually a leader over me. And they would, you know, go on fire for the Lord, and they would kind of back off, and they'll say, man, all this stuff is kind of lame, man. You know what? I just want to have fun for a while. Like, I know this is the truth. I know that I should do these things. I know that I should have faith in God for all these things, and I should desire God to change my generation. But forget that, man. I just kind of, like, want to have fun. I want to go to clubs. I want to sleep around. I want to do whatever kind of drugs I want to do. I want to get drunk all the time. And then, you know, as Facebook, you know, like as I would be, you know, look at Facebook, I would slowly start to see the descent into that world. They'll go to raves, literally raves, half-naked people on their, on their photos and all stuff. I had to eventually stop following them. I was like, this guy is going way too deep. Or you might say, oh, man, you know what? I'm not like that. I'm, I'm pretty good. You know, I don't believe in, like, going to raves and taking ecstasy, you know, or doing, like, methamphetamine and, like, getting, like, super high and all that. I get that. Maybe you're not like that. Maybe you might say, I'm just really busy all the time. You see, the thing is that God needs to be Lord of all or he's Lord of none in your life. You think that God is going to say, I honor you when you kind of need him just for the things that you need and all that. That's it. Like, oh, God, man, like, I didn't study this week, but can you please, like, give me an A in this class, bro? Like, man, like, I really need you to help me out, man. Oh, God, you know, man, like, my parents are fighting all the time. I never even care about you, and I do whatever I like to do on the streets, but can you please fix my home now? It's up to you in this place. It's up to you if you're going to be a David in this place, a David in your generation. It is really up to you. Don't, like, oh, I'm too young. 
I'm too much into hip-hop. I'm too much into metal, whatever it is that you're into. I'm too much into reggaeton and all that. I'm serious. Some people talk like this. You're, like, looking at me like, you're crazy, man. But some people are like, no, music is life, bro. Music is life. You know. You know some people like that, too. They're like, bro, man, I just put the music on and it takes me places. It takes you places where that person, that artist decides to take you whatever, you know? Like Iggy. Iggy will take you places you don't want to go. Nicki Minaj will take you places that, some really dirty places that you don't want to go, okay? If you like the other stuff, the the darker stuff, they'll take you to places you don't want to go either. So, do you want to be David in this generation? Everybody can stand. I'll get the band up here now. It's going to be simple in this place. Um, we're not making it that, like, easy-go-lucky thing where, like, we just say, okay, guys, thank you for coming to Friday. Now, please go now. And that. We're not doing that today. What we're doing is this, is that we're opening up the altar. And it's always a special thing when we open up the altar because we s- are saying, let's take time to go after the Lord. If you haven't done it in this place, if you have never come to the altars and then just called out to God, I... I appeal to you. I, I beg you today. Do it. You don't know what you're missing. You guys do not know what is what you're missing out on. Don't be the, the, the sideline Christian. Don't be the person in the back that says, oh, I don't want to do that. Because first of all, that's not even biblical. If you want to be a Christian, then be a real Christian. Start to be bold about things. It's not the most, like, you know, scary thing to simply come up to the front, you know, like as if, like, oh, my gosh, man, everyone's going to look at me. Oh, my gosh, you know. Oh, man, like, I wonder if Jerry's looking at me now and all that. It's like, what are you talking about, bro? Just relax. Don't make it about anybody in this place. Make it about Jesus. Amen? So let's turn off all the lights, and then we'll bow our heads. Close your eyes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, God. And in this place, Lord, I pray that the message that they spoke to the people in this place, God. That they would not leave the same, God, but that they would leave different, that they would put you number one in their life and they would make the things that count important, God. God, I see it all around in this in this generation, God, and in the, in the youth of this generation, God, how they don't even care about the right thing anymore. They just care about what is correct to the to other people around them. They don't want to be leaders in this place, God. But you said, Lord, that you honor the person who has faith, God. You said you honor people like David, Lord, who had hearts to go after you and you alone, who in your name stood up against giants, God. I pray that in this place, God, now, that youth in here, God, whether they're girls or guys, God, I pray that they would start standing up against giants in their life, God. It can be a teacher that's an atheist. It can be whatever it is in their life. But I pray that they start to go after you and take leadership in this place, God. They see you for what you really are, and they say, I want that. I want more of you. I want to live for you. I want to give it all to you. I want to be transformed by you, and I want to be a warrior for you, God.
Jesus, God, you are worthy, Lord. What's going to happen now is that if you want to come up to the altar, you can now come up and just just start praying. It's not about it's not about how you look, but if you want to go after the Lord, if you want to be a David in this generation, it doesn't matter if you have been saved for a while. It doesn't matter if you've been backsliding for years. If you want to do that in this place, just come up to the altars right now and give it all to God.201 leader just to come up and to uh, pray for anybody here in the altar. These guys that are in 201, these guys are leaders. These guys know what it takes and are doing it themselves. These guys want to pray for every single one of you guys. It is a place right now where we're completely giving it to God. been saved, will then come up and receive the, the anointing of the day of David. Receive the, the David anointing in your life. Hallelujah, Lord, you are worthy in this place. Oh, Lord, you are worthy. Jesus.
let's just take it down, babe. Anybody who has not come up to the front, or everybody who is in the front, if you guys can just look up at me for a quick moment. I know it's dark. I know a lot of stuff's going on right now. It's crazy up in here. But I want to I show you, man, right here in the front, destinies are being changed. Everybody who's not in the front, everybody in the back, please, I want you guys to look up here, okay? So get off your phones. Get off your Nintendo DSs, whatever you have, okay? Destinies are being changed here. Maybe you might be saying, oh, it's just as easy as a decision. But look, man, right now in here, chains, spiritual chains are being broken off. People here are being, are being filled with the Spirit of God. People here are starting to be transformed to do impossible things that they never thought would be possible. And guess why? It's because they said yes to God. That's what's happening here. Don't be that skeptic that says, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm serious. Don't be that skeptic. Things here are changing here. Things here are being set free. People are being set free. You can have that. You can experience that. It just has to be that faith. It's not like now you come up and your mind just starts to get scrambled up. You're like, oh, I'm a new person. No, it's a spiritual thing. The Spirit of God comes. And he literally wrecks all the old stuff. And he transforms you to that new person. A person who can say yes to God. A person that can say, I love the Lord. I'm on fire for him. We're just going to be here for a few more moments. Let's continue just to go after the Lord. moments in his presence. Hallelujah, Lord. giants, you can stand up before any certain situation and you can overcome it. You can have a pure heart, a renewed mind. You can actually in this lifetime actually worship God and read his word. Yes, Lord, use me. Use me, Lord. I want to be a warrior of faith. I want to be a warrior of faith in this life, God. I don't want to be like the my friends who just kind of deal with things throughout their whole entire life who will never get it. I want to be for you, God. I want to be a David in this generation, God. When other people say it's impossible, when other people look at me and say it's foolish to go after you, I want to go after you in this place, God. I want to go after you in this life, God. I don't want to be the same, God. I want to be for you and all for you, God. I want to be all for you in this life, God. Because you are worthy, Lord. 
You are worthy, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, God. Everybody here now who's come up to the altars, just repeat after me. Say, I'm never the same. Come on, everybody who's at the altar, I want you guys to repeat it. Say, I'm never the same. I'm a warrior of faith. I'm a warrior for Christ. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for your presence in this place, God. Let your spirit continue to convict those who have not made a decision. And let your spirit in this place, who those who have made a decision, God, purge them. Let them be set on fire. Let them experience that strength, that force that comes through your spirit, God. Let it be so in this place, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, and everybody said, hallelujah. Let's shout out to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Awesome, guys. You guys are dismissed. If you guys want to still be up here in the altar, we will still be up here. Otherwise, we love you guys and thank you for coming. Thank you.